Good afternoon. Well, it's about noon. I guess it's not afternoon yet, but welcome to the Atheists in the Desert podcast. Uh, I typically do these in the morning, but I, I started one this morning and I just, I don't know, I didn't feel very inspired. I felt a little out of sorts and like I was really trying to rush it or push it. So, um, I don't know, I'm on my way to a, another appointment here and I got like 25 minutes, so I thought maybe I'd jump on here and and uh, had some thoughts going and so here goes nothing. So, today I'm going to title this podcast Prayer. Prayer, huh? An atheist talking about prayer. How does that work? You know, as you know, any of you that's been have been listening to my podcast, I, I do attend uh, recovery meetings, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. And I have found some secular meetings where they don't uh, really push, emphasize God. They, they more kind of keep that separate because they've realized that, you know, there's a lot of atheists and non-believers in this country. And even though the Alcoholics Anonymous sort of mantra is, you know, you can believe in any power greater than yourself, there's always been this kind of undertone of, yeah, but it's really God. And and that's all fine. I, again, I don't, I, I, I don't dismir- besmirch people that believe that. I might secretly think that they... The, the power that they think is greater than them, they label it God, but I don't think that they really understand, you know, I don't know if, they, you know, you, they call it God, you know, it would be like, uh, you know, any emergent thing from a, a smaller level, you, you call it something because it gives you a um, an easier way to talk about things, like you call water, water, but it's really, it's molecules and atoms acting together, we've named it water, um, so I, I don't necessarily I can I can go to other meetings that that talk a, a lot about God and and kind of replace words with like the universe or whatever and you could argue and say well you know you you believe in something you know you believe in in a higher power so to speak in the universe and I suppose you could say that I I don't know but I don't believe the, the term atheism as far as I know is you don't believe in any theistic theory of God you know a Bible that type of thing but that doesn't necessarily mean I don't think that you don't believe in something else. Um, you know, I believe in the order of the universe. Um, I can't remember if I've already told this story or not, but maybe I did. But um, I heard a guy talk about one time when he was talking about the universe and he was using the word God. But again, I really think this guy was more of an agnostic. But he would say things like, you know, the, the, the geese fly in a V formation because the geese that are towards the front burble the air. And that allows the geese the geese behind to use less energy and the people and the engineers that built that build airplanes figured out um how to do this with airplanes but his question was who taught the geese you know there there's an order to the universe and that goes along the lines with the routine and some of the things i've been talking about um so i'm going off I'm, i'm trying to set up kind of how I, how I, I hate using the word higher power, but how I believe in the order of things. And I'm using this to set up my title of my podcast in prayer. So I was at a meeting yesterday and, you know, some people got into prayer and, and, you know, and that type of thing. And, and again, the way I look at prayer, when somebody prays, I don't think that, I mean, I know there are people that truly out there believe that when they pray for someone, that it's really going to help them. 
And sometimes, you know, somebody prays for somebody that's sick and they get better and everyone's like, see, but you know, what if they die? Well, that was God's plan, you know, and whatever. Um, I'm not going to get into a debate on that. But when I hear someone saying they pray for someone, really in my mind, what I do, again, replacing words, is instead of them like praying to God for that person, they're actually just thinking about that person. You know, Um, a guy I respect a lot used to talk a lot about prayer and God, but again, I think he was explaining things that aren't necessarily prayer and God, but those were the words he was using. And he would say, a prayer, any, any... any thought could be considered a prayer. Like when you're worrying, you're, you're praying for something you don't want to happen. When you're thinking about someone, you're praying for that person. I guess you could look at it that way. So there's this negative connotation, let's say, added to prayer when you're talking about non-believers and atheists and that type of thing. Because it's been so um, uh, deeply embedded in that religious philosophy of prayer. Now, I don't look at it necessarily that way. I say, if you get up in the morning and you pray, hey, God, like if somebody says, hey, God, please take care of me today and allow me to do this and in A, B, and C. Well, maybe instead of calling it prayer, maybe you rename it plan. It's your plan for the day. You know, most things when you're trying to be successful at something in life, you, you have to come up with some type of a game plan. You know, and maybe, you know, any type of sport, you know, you got to have a game plan. Any type of business, you got to have a business model. You got to have a plan. And maybe instead of just looking at it as prayers, I'm praying to this invisible guy in the sky, maybe I look at it, my prayer is my actionable plan for the day. And I like that wording better. I think sometimes we get hung up in the verbiage of things, and and I don't think we need to. I, I think, um, you know, sometimes people use words like God and prayer, not really understanding what they're talking about. I mean, they know what, they're, what they want to talk about, but again, describing something. So... Prayer for me, I don't physically pray. I mean, it's been a long time since I've actually like, hey, God, this. But I do have a lot of thoughts and I do have things in my head that I want to implement. So maybe you could say, and maybe a a religious person might call that a prayer. You know, I think a prayer is just a plan. I I don't think it's, hey, God, do this for me, you know. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of that type of prayer anyway because... That's, to me, a selfish and self-centered. Anytime I'm praying, you know, if you want to get technical about what, what, what they say in Alcoholics Anonymous is that the, the 12th step says, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. It doesn't say in there, pray for myself. So I guess you could, if I remove some words again, instead of saying prayer, I could say, you know, thinking about myself, thinking about the knowledge of my will that I need and the power to carry that out. Um, at the end of the day, whether you believe in God or you do not believe in God, you're the one that has to do the the tapping in. And I do believe, again, if you've heard my routine podcast and you've heard some of my other things, you know, perception, I believe that tapping into the force of the universe or the, I don't even need like using the word force, but again, I don't know a better way to describe it, but other than what I've said in the past is the ever changing flow of the universe. You know, the, the universe has an order. Us as homo sapiens have evolved to uh, have certain traits that are beneficial and some that are detrimental and recognizing these things and understanding them and trying to apply them um, because I am a conscious being 
which again, <laughs> sometimes I think can be a detriment, but being conscious of myself and my actions and what I'm doing, I tend to overthink things. And, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about, well, you know, I prayed for this, I prayed for that. And I get it. I mean, they're, they're using the word prayer, but really it's more, I'm coming up with a plan for this. I'm thinking about this person, you know, and that's fine. And where I start to get into trouble with, um, prayer and some of this stuff is when people really go off the deep end and start believing some of these things like you know I was talking with a family member the other day and they were talking about how they ran into somebody that they truly believed and they've done and this person seemed to think and I'd love to see those studies that they did a scientific study that they tested some wine and some and and one of those wafer things Um, they tested them both before and after the priest blessed them and they actually proved that they became human I got to see those tests, (laughs) but, but again, when that belief is so strong, they make themselves believe it. It's like believing in Santa Claus. You know, I can't remember if I've given this analogy yet or not, but I remember so clearly and so vividly when I was about five years old and I believed in Santa Claus. I totally believed in Santa Claus. You know, I remember even thinking I saw him one morning, one night I got up, you know, on a Christmas Eve, I got up really late and I looked out and I swear I was looking outside and I saw him and just that belief was so strong and wanting to believe that. I think that's similar to people that believe some of that superstition in religion. I think that it's so strong in their mind. They want to believe it. They, they, they just don't want to, they don't want to quit believing in Santa Claus. It's like, as soon as you found out there was no Santa Claus, it just wasn't the same. Christmas was never the same. It really wasn't. Once I knew that, that that was my mom and dad putting out the presents, it was just was never the same. And I think that's, you could probably look at that as religion. I think religion, really religious people, they don't want that curtain pulled back. You know, they don't want to see their parents putting out the can, putting out the, the toys and the candy canes. They want that belief. Because if they don't, if they, as soon as they admit that, it's like they feel like it invalidates everything that they've said and done. But I, I don't think so. I think you can still look at some of these things like prayer and being involved in your community and in the church. Those are great things. You know, that those are emergent things from, and I say, when I say prayer is a great thing, again, because I'm going to rename prayer a plan, an action plan. You know, when you pray for something, again, when you're praying for someone, you're thinking about that person. So that can be fine. I don't see any problem with that. But when you start asking for things, you know, praying, oh God, give me this, give me that being an atheist I don't believe in that anyway but that being said even if you believed in that is that I don't think that's what you I don't think that's what your so-called God wants anyway and so I have no problem with the act of prayer itself because I'm gonna look up the definition of prayer I I probably should have done that before I looked at the podcast because I guarantee you there's some wording in there that it doesn't even necessarily have to be religious related Uh, but we've 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 done that a prayer is an action plan. We got to have an action plan. When I get up in the morning, I, you know, I have a routine. I get up at the same time, do some reading, drink some coffee, reflect a little bit. You want to call that a prayer? You can call it a prayer. It's fine. I, I, I got no problem with that. But at the end of the day, sometimes I think we spin our wheels. You know, I hear a lot of people talk about, well, I just, I didn't even know what to do today. I just prayed all day and, and I was just, all I did was kept worrying about what, what I was, what I was going to do. Well, maybe if you had just done your dishes or gone out to the store or went to the library or something and just did something maybe that would have helped you know I go back to this 
this consciousness that we possess as human beings. I'm telling you, over the next 20 to 40 years, I'm going to guess that, that was quite a gap I just gave, 20 to 40, I don't know, whatever, in the future, we're going to come to recognize this consciousness as something that is physically evolved, that um, adapted, that was a great adaptation a number of years ago, that, you know, that maybe a thousand years ago, but I don't know if it is as much today. I think that our consciousness now has separated us. I think that it's look we we look at it now like, you know, um, I'm different, I'm special, I'm this, I'm that, and I don't really know if that's beneficial anymore. I, I just don't. I don't know. Um, you know, in the prayer stuff, you know, it, it, I'm not. Again, I'm not going to knock the prayer. I'm not going to say that it's anything wrong or that all. But at the end of the day. Prayer itself is fine if, you, if you're going to do it. Now, it, how you're going to do it and the way you set it up, that's a whole other story. And I, I'm kind of starting to ramble here because my basic premise when I started this thing, I, I thought, you know, I, I basically just wanted to, to say this and I'll kind of maybe use this to wrap this up, is that change the word prayer to plan. You know, I'm planning planning to take some action. And I think that's where prayer can be beneficial. Praying for someone else, again, you can change that to thinking about someone else. You know, because most of the day I like to think about myself. That's how my self-centered brain is wired. And very rarely do I get out of it. And usually I get out of it when I'm doing something else, either for someone else, or if I am happen to, even for five minutes, just think about someone else. So you could call that a prayer for someone else. Change the wording. I'm, I'm praying for someone, I'm just thinking about someone else. And that can maybe help with some of the stigma that we have, you know, attached to prayer as atheists or non-believers. Um, at the end of the day, everything is actionable as far as you know any kind of thing you're going to do. Um, and I don't think prayer can be. I think prayer isn't negative, and I think in the right light and the right way of looking at it, I think it's fine. And I have no problem with it if you want to do it. But understanding maybe what you're calling prayer, you know, if you're going to look at it from a more uh, rational kind of real world type of view, you know, just change the wording around and it's, and it's the same thing. So on a side note, I'm probably 10, 11, 12 podcasts deep. One of these days I'm going to count them and actually see what episode I'm on. And I got to say that I feel like they're getting a little smoother and smoother and I'm a little more I'm getting used to it. I don't feel like I'm throwing in those little phrases as much anymore. And I'm getting a little more polished. And and it's enjoyable. And, and it goes back to practice. You know, I'm doing this. The more and more I do something, the better I get at it. And it takes so many days to become a habit. I can't remember. But, um, yeah, it's good stuff. So prayer, it's okay. Depending upon how you're, how you're looking at it. So that's my opinion. Goodbye.